Hey, Blake from Launch Notes here. Thanks so much for checking out the Launch Notes podcast. Today's podcast features a recording of a recent live Office Hours event we hosted in the Launch Awesome community. To join a future Office Hours session where you can ask us questions on anything you want, from building and launching products to Launch Notes best practices, join our free Launch Awesome Slack community. We host Office Hours every Friday and share an invite with everyone in the community. You'll find a link in the show notes or just do a quick search for Launch Awesome and it will come right up. In the meantime, enjoy this episode. Yeah, I wanted to ask you guys if either of you checked out the uh, the John Cutler talk we had yesterday. I haven't had a chance yet. It was great. I have, I've obviously heard great things about him, but yeah, I was super impressed. I watched that at I, lunch today. So what's that? I I, I did have a chance to uh, attend and watch it. I thought it was a just a great conversation, and uh, he and Steve had you know a really good kind of vibe and interaction and kind of back and forth, and uh, really informative. Um, and it was great how we were able to get to a, a lot of the questions of the people that attended the AMA. Yeah, definitely. Um, the attendance was super strong. People were into it. Like, obviously he brings a crowd um, and knows the content super well. He's like a looked up to dude. So it makes sense. But something Steve and I talk about a lot with that is like, how do we have something that's going to be, you know, it's a big ask to get people to show up to something like an hour, you know, 30 minutes to an hour in the middle of a work day. Like that's a big lift. Um, and I think that the content and the material has to be like really kind of practical and like, you know, yeah, interesting and entertaining. But beyond that, just like I can do something with this. Like I can go like, you know, apply this next quarter or next week or whatever. And totally got that out of this one yesterday. So I think we're going to look for more opportunities to just do that kind of thing. Like stuff that's positioned as like a clinic or a workshop or, you know, like, Hey, like here's a specific thing that we're going to teach you how to do in this. Right. <clears throat> It'd be interesting to potentially, um, you know, have the AMAs and if, you know, it's, it's a time commitment, but to have our guests, if they, if they can afford it to also participate in the office hours, like today on Friday, so that we can continue mm -hmm. the conversation and, you know, maybe people can join and, you know, ask more questions that didn't get addressed. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Almost like a kind of a debrief chat or a kind of post. Yeah. It's like the, uh, the moment in the lecture hall after the lecture where a handful of students go to the front of the room and talk to the professor, small group style. We got to do something like that. Yeah, that's a great example. Yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. Um Yeah, uh I think you'll I think you'll dig the recording, Teddy. He he just like really brought uh, a ton of ton of great info. Oh geez. What else is going on with you guys? Anything on your mind that we're chomping at the bit to uh to chat about? We can uh we can jump into innovation week stuff too, but wanted to open the floor to you guys first. I think uh, this time of year, as always, it's a little interesting to think about goals and strategy and 
how companies are mm -hmm. evaluating those for the coming year um, or coming quarter, you know, depending on how far out the company tends to look. Do you think places you've worked at and feel free to include the current employer um, do a good job of like following up on the goals for the year or like no retrospecting on how things went as opposed to like hurry up and set next year's goals. Um, in my experience, it is a lot of hurry up and set next year's goals. Yeah. Um, Same. I've, I've, I've seen reasonable retrospective sort of look at how we did, how we performed. Um, I've also, we, we had a, a tendency to do that every, um, it was every month we do like a, a formal look at how we were doing. Mm -hmm. Um, and mm -hmm. my last company, at least there was, I think, a, a struggle to understand how to make an impact based on those check-ins on an ongoing basis. Um, and I think that largely came yeah. down to maybe a, a lack of a clear strategy to impact the metrics that we were watching. Um, mm -hmm. I think a lot of goals, uh, sorry, a lot of teams fall into the trap of setting goals, but without really setting a strategy and leaving it to teams to figure out what strategy they can implement to meet those goals. Mm -hmm. um, in the Launch Awesome community, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm leading a book club right now on, uh, and, and we're reading Good Strategy, Bad Strategy. Um, it's been oh, really nice. interesting to think about yeah. the difference between goals and strategy and how important strategy is to moving a team forward in a, in a direction and identifying what to do and what not to do in terms of big decisions and big areas to invest in. Yeah. Cause that's the classic thing, right? Is you can be like, I want to lose 2.9 pounds a month, but it's like, great, like great goal and projection, but like, what are the, what are the activities you will do, which, what is your, what, what do you assume are the things you have to do to get there basically? Yeah, definitely just stop working out. You'll lose that muscle mass real fast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> stop hydrating. You'll just sweat it all out or something. Um, yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Actually, um, Tying it back to a great point John made yesterday. This like really stuck with me. And I was just like, oh, that's such a great little like snippet. I'm going to hold on to this. He was talking, he was talking about it in the context of experiments. I think it can be applied to goals. It could probably be applied to a lot of things. And you know what it's like working in a tech company. It's always like, oh, we'll do this. It'll be an experiment. This will be an experiment. That'll be an experiment, experiment, experiment. Kind of similar to goals. Like I've, every company I've at, like, runs their mouth about experiments. A lot of them do them according to us, uh, including us. Um, a lot aren't really good at like, Hey, here's the dashboard on how every, how these experiments are doing. Here's what we thought. Here was the timeline. Here was the result. Here's what we learned. Here's what we're doing. You know, therefore blah, blah, blah. Like it's one of those, like it's easy to start hard to finish type things. He, mm -hmm. he was talking about goals and he's like, if someone, or no, he was talking about experiments and he is like, if someone, mentions an experiment they want to do, or they propose an experiment, or they tell me they're doing an experiment, but ask me to do an experiment. It's like, I always say, and we decide to move forward. He's like, I always say in that moment, 
let's set the meet, let's schedule the meeting right now where we will talk about the results of this experiment. Like in this moment, let's decide, maybe it's two weeks, six weeks, whatever. Let's decide when we will talk about the results. Let's schedule that meeting and then let's go to that. And I thought that was just like a great little trick. I think you could apply that to a lot of things, right? It's sort of like the built-in accountability and cool, we've got the meeting where we're gonna talk about it. Yeah, uh, that's a great call out. And I think, you the, know, uh... as it relates to goals, like great, yeah, you could do the exact same thing. It's like, hey, we're gonna do this campaign or do this launch or whatever, blah, blah, blah. It's like, cool, like when are we gonna all sit down together and talk about how it went? Because here we are talking about what we wanna do, right? And I think at, at Launch Notes, we do a better job than other places I've been. And, you know, Teddy runs a, a, betting meet, a betting meeting every three weeks where we're looking at, you know, what are we going to do from a product standpoint? And from there, it really can cascade into the other uh, departments in terms of, like, how are we going to support those product bets? Um, and so I think having a regular cadence that is kind of, you know, brief rather than once a year or twice a year, but rather once a month, it can mm -hmm. keep you kind of aligned and on a path towards um, not only autonomy, but accountability uh, across departments. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, yeah, I think probably you and I on the marketing side and a lot of other functions, Adam, could probably learn a lot from our friends in the product org on how, how things like this are run because, you know, there, there does seem to be, you know, in product organizations and Teddy, you, the team you're running is a great example of this, like more of that kind of like structure around whether it's like sprints or, you know, whatever, it's like, Hey, we're going to have this retro meeting and we're going to do it every six weeks or whatever. We're going to have this, you know, this thing, we're going to do it every six weeks. Um, we do, I mean, the the whole idea of like a cool down period is like a great example. Like I, I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Teddy, but we have we have something like that, like a kind of cool down between sprints. Yeah, um, yeah. generally we'll we'll have a, a single project run for between two and six weeks and then we'll do a cool down week in between. Um, mm -hmm. Those are really helpful for knocking out smaller tasks that will improve the, the, the product um, and giving mm -hmm. the engineers some time away from uh, the the big meaty push that tend to be our, our larger projects. Yeah. Cause otherwise the, the instinctual thing to do would just be like, great. Like we've got this chunk of work that takes six weeks and then we've got another six week chunk after that. And then another six week chunk after that. And then it's like, you've so many things are going to fall through the cracks and you know, everything from, are we doing retros on performance? Are we, you know, correcting and adjusting for the next, you know, are we doing, um, it's like, you can't just like play double headers every day of the season. Like you need to have these breaks. You need to be able to kind of calibrate and kind of having that intentional time for that. Um, every product time team I've worked with who has that, it's just like, it seems like a no brainer to have like an operating cadence like that. I, I've always thought that was super cool. <clears throat> we should do a whole sort of session or uh, a blog post or something about just like, what is a great cool down period look like? How to have like the best cool down periods or the best sort of, yeah, the best breaks between sprints. I bet a lot of, I bet a lot of teams would be interested in that. Yeah. Um, and I, yeah. Honestly, I think we could improve our own as well through the mm -hmm. process of really looking closely at it. 
interviewing yeah. everyone, everybody that's involved in it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Let's talk about, um, I think Jake might be jumping in with us, but we could get a head start on this. Um, I wanted to talk about innovation week because we're kind of just fresh off of an innovation week. I think it's a really cool thing that we do. A lot of companies do, you know, some version of this, um, kind of like a week long hackathon type thing. This is one of the, you know, we're kind of a small but mighty team here, but I've just been super impressed at the way we operate this and the, the kind of buy-in and participation and excitement we get. Um, and also just like the sort of, you know, the, the mileage we get out of it. Like we're doing cool things that otherwise might not be done that actually, you know, end up uh, in our product and on our website and, you know, in, you know, translating to value and for customers, which is really, really cool to see and, and probably not the case everywhere. Um, we can talk a little bit about just like what we, maybe I'll wait for Jake to jump in before we talk about why we do it. But um, yeah, do, do either of you guys want to share like what you worked on? It could be this innovation week or, you know, ones in the past, or if you don't want to give details on what it is, maybe we could just talk about, you know, kind of how you think about like an innovation week project. I'm happy to kick us off. Let's um, do it. This innovation week, uh, I worked with our new designer, Viv, um, on a reimagining of what the roadmap could look like on the publisher page. Um, nice. We started with sort of a big, hairy problem. We were aware of several uh, usability issues and and really just uh, unmet needs with the current implementation. And mm-hmm. uh, we started going through a bunch of background into how we got there, um, really setting the table um, for what do we want to solve with this and took the week and completely reimagined it. Um, I think the, the most recent announcement either coming up shortly or already published, Adam, you'll have to let me know, um, uh, includes a little bit of a, a walkthrough of what we came up with for Roadmap V2. And it's really a, a ground up reimagining. We're not ready to push this live. We haven't gotten any engineering time on it yet, but it's let us think about an entire direction that we can take the product in order to build out that version of a published roadmap and to think about a mobile first experience and to think about um, how the relationship between feedback and ideas and roadmap items and celebration and finally uh, you know the, the announcements that your team is pushing out how all of those really play together and where where users should be directing their um, uh, end users the visitors to their page and the subscribers of their page where they should be directing that attention. Um, mm-hmm. Hugely fun to just dive in there and spend this time in Figma, uh, looking at feedback that we've received, looking at um, the roadmap that we currently have and looking at a bunch of customer examples of roadmaps and, and just published pages in general. That's awesome. Um, Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna say, I wanna ask you, uh, cause this is a good question. This is something I've always wondered. As a PM for like an innovation week project like this, and I've definitely seen like projects where it's just like, oh, I can tell this is something that person's like been wanting to have on the roadmap for years. And then they use this like hackathon week to like slide something in on it. Um, 
but being in the position you're in where you're also doing like the kind of roadmap and product strategy, you know, day in, day out, like how do you think about like an innovation week project versus like just, you know, everyday product work that we're doing? During these innovation weeks, exactly for that reason, I try to take a much more supportive role. Mm-hmm. Um, so unless okay. I've got something that's just really wild and I haven't been able to justify getting it on the roadmap, um, uh, my personal preference because of my role is to look for other people's ideas, join a team where somebody else has something that they think is valuable that they want to see on the roadmap and find a way to help make that happen. Um, that's within awesome. The, within the yeah. Innovation. You kind of take your PM head off then. That's, that's great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, Adam, how about you? I mean, I know product marketers have a lot of opportunity to, you know, influence the roadmap and are sort of like on the ground floor with product strategy day in, day out. So how do you sort of think about like the opportunity to take a step back from that and work on something different? Yeah, I, you know, Innovation Week is, I love it because it brings, you know, you have the opportunity to work with people that sometimes you're not working with on a day-to-day basis. And mm-hmm. by just being able to build something with somebody, you really get to know them in a, in a new and different way. And I think it really enhances the team dynamic by, by being able to work with people that, you know, you, you just don't get to do every day. Um, and, you know, I think Teddy, uh, Teddy's work on the roadmap is a great example of Viv in that. You know, there's a lot of stuff, uh, customer feedback, ideas that have been discussed amongst the team previously, best practices that they were able to tackle um, and really kind of knock out and capture the imagination of the team of like, wow, the roadmap can really be uh, something that's, you know, a complete upgrade to that roadmap. Um, So that's just following up on what Teddy said. But to answer your question, um, as a product marketer, it also, um, you know, provides an opportunity to not just do innovation week uh, from a product uh, a product standpoint, but also for marketing. And that's what we did this, uh, this week uh, with you and, 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 totally. and Jake and Steven. Yeah. And that's really kind of like developing some videos that are explainer videos or product demos that, um, you know, quickly get into the problem and how we can solve that pain um, mm-hmm. with, you know, a specific feature uh, on the, on the launch notes platform. And so that gave us an opportunity to kind of like figure out what the process is, what the tools that we need to, you know, build those videos really fast, almost creating a factory. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think it was a great learning journey for us to, you know, build two of those videos and figure out how we can make 20 more. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. I think, yeah. That was, I think that was a lot of fun and, and a great kind of um, advancement in how we're thinking about talking about features. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And I think it was it was awesome to have, you know, the help from all you guys on that. And it's super fun to work together on stuff like that. And it's like, on the marketing side, it can often be we're, you know, kind of on the production assembly line with so many things day in, day out, you know, week in, week out with the things we do, or it's like you're doing, you know, releases and campaigns and launches and, you know, emails and product updates and, you know, everything around the product that you're doing. And, um, we're doing, you know, all the content we can wake out with podcasts, blog and Steve's events and the things that are in the community. Like we've got all these, if you don't intentionally like build out, it's almost like going on vacation, frankly, where it's like, all right, I'm going to like for the next like month going up to this, I'm going to, and this is, I think 
key to a successful innovation week is like treat it almost like a vacation on your calendar where it's like, I know like I'm going to have to move some meetings around. I'm going to have to like, oh, this person wants to meet on the 18th. Like, no, we're going to do the 24th because the 18th is innovation week. And like, I'm going to like schedule some stuff ahead of time such that I'm not burdened with something I might otherwise have to do on that Tuesday. And like, yeah, inevitably like some stuff crops up and you have to like glance over to Slack and address something, but you kind of build it out that way. And then you just like have the space that you like to like do something new that you otherwise wouldn't have had because you're, you know, otherwise you're just like kind of on the assembly line, like executing on the other stuff that you normally execute on. Um, but this is, you know, like you said, Adam, an opportunity to, I almost see it as like a little testing ground or incubator for something that could make its way into our regularly scheduled programming down the road. I think those, those videos we did were a great example where it's like, cool. We sort of validated like, we can, we can do them, like prove that, proved that they're, uh, we have an idea of what we want them to look like, prove that we have a list of future videos that we could make proved that we have a decent grasp on like what goes into making them and how we would do it and how much time is involved and who can do it and what the lead time looks like and everything like, great. Like now, like if we want to sit down and, you know, talking about planning, like we want to go in and have a conversation about, you know, Hey, we want to like kind of incubate this into like the regular, you know, cadence of our marketing team in 2023. Like we can have such a better, more intelligent, detailed conversation because we know what these things are, how long it takes to make them, what the commitment is, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, it's a, it's a major like lift for just like continuing not to sound the corny, but like the pulse of innovation through the company. It's just like kind of keeps the, uh, keeps the gears fresh with like new stuff, which is a, is a huge benefit of it. Well, just one last thing about in innovation week or just an additional thing. Maybe we don't need to end. In innovation week, but you know, it also kind of hits on a cultural value of launch notes. And that is like mm -hmm. always be celebrating. And it's, yeah. you know, fantastic when we come together on Friday and look at all of these killer things that people built. And like you said, even kind of get, give us a glimpse into what we, you know, want to build in the future. Um, it's just a fantastic kind of team event in that capacity. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and we definitely celebrate. We're going to have the Stanley Cup, I believe, making the rounds for yes. the, the winner of Innovation Week. Yes. <laughs> Who, uh, what was yeah. the winner? Was it your team that was the winner? It was. Or no? No. No, it was... Um, Ryan and Blake Z. Yep. Collecting feedback everywhere. Yeah, that's awesome. That, yeah, that's right. Theirs was great. Yeah, we need to... Um, we need to send that around like the Stanley cup. People need to like take pictures of it, like package it up, put it in the mail, every innovation week sent to the winning team because before long, we'll have this like awesome artifact of our company that's traveled the traveled the nation and people have, you know, been to different countries. People have taken pictures of it on the beach and in the mountains. That's gotta be a thing. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so far, Brian's won two, so he's going to have to do a lot of traveling to make that happen if he keeps up his role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think we do. He's going to be a covenant uh, team, like teammate in the next innovation week. People are all going to like just run to Brian. 
I think we do. A, yeah, that's true. That's how it goes. Tyler did that. So I don't know if you guys know Tyler's track record of what do they call it? Ship it at Atlassian was pretty undisputable. Um, he was a he was a repeat champion of the ship it uh, trophy at Atlassian. So I think no surprise this kind of thing was a priority to him starting his own company because he was so damn good at it. Um, but we do do a nice job too, of just like getting, like, I think everyone participated. Like, I don't think anyone sat it out, which is awesome. Um, we do a good job. And like, I think from what I could tell from the presentations, everyone kind of believed in what they were working on, like had a great time in their project, like the people they were working with, like, that's not always the case. Like it can be, you know, the classic thing is like, oh yeah, the engineers have some like hackathon project they want to do, but then like everyone who's not uh, an engineer is like kind of scratching their head and like doesn't want to play along or can't, doesn't feel like they can. But we do a good job of like kind of getting everyone involved. I was really happy to see that. There's a, there, there's part of that that I think is possibly unique to launch notes um, or at mm -hmm. least special with our size and, and what we're doing. And that's, yeah. like, I think everyone at our team on our team is dog fooding the product. We are all in launch notes, users of launch notes. We experience different uh, uh, needs from different perspectives, but we're all in there. And that's something really oh, yeah. special that, um, uh, that leads to such diverse ideas that come to, innovation week mm -hmm. because everyone's got a different role. Everyone's doing something different, getting something different out of launch notes, but we're all in the app on a weekly, mm -hmm. if not daily basis, um, experiencing different things. And so when yeah. innovation week comes around, we've got different ideas on what to solve and how to solve it. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, like hands-on usage with any products is obviously like that's the petri dish for ideas and you know suggestions and like oh man i wish this thing did this or i wish you know it'd be cool if this could this over here could like actually go to that thing blah 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 like you develop those by having that hands-on usage so then when it comes time to say like hey like open call to you know work on the wild thing that you want this to do it's yet yeah, people are raising their hands it's awesome yeah, it was a very it was a very cool event. I was happy to see. Do, 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 do. All right, guys, who's been playing with? Uh, do, do, Jake's trying to get in. He's lost. I'll send him the link. What? Any ideas for the next innovation week? You got some? Any, anyone got something they're chopping on the bit to, to try? I think there's some good opportunities with, with the further development of AI and incorporating AI in different ways in, in launch notes. Um, Ooh, hell yeah. I don't know if everyone else has been seeing the wave of social media, but uh seems like getting your portrait done in AI has become quite the thing. Um, I saw a lot of that, yeah. I think we've got some cool opportunities to build graphic, graphic assets within launch notes. Um, using oh. simple text inputs that's um that's super that's super interesting actually i um yeah i've thought a lot about just like having some uh I, i've seen a lot of people talk about not a lot but a couple of companies out there have done like 
hey, like we started using, you know, using Dolly or something to generate images for our blog posts or something. Or like we used to have like make these unique images for every like website or blog post or product announcement or something. And now we just like kind of like push a button or put a prompt in and we get one and it's, and it's up there. A few places have done that. And I think there's like, yeah, there's definitely some, there's definitely some opportunity to like, you know, you can push a button and make the page that you're putting your announcements on or the entry a little more visual. There's mm -hmm. that's super compelling. What's up, Jake? Hey, how are you guys? Good, man. How you doing? Happy Friday. All right. Tell us why we do innovation week and how the whole thing as a co-founder, you might have a better uh, lens on the origin story. We skipped that part. We waited for you. Like what, what, why did it, why do we do it? How did it come up? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, I think it, it, it came up. It's something Tyler and I have been super passionate about. We've done since day one. Um, it, it partly came up just because it was something that we, it was a, one of the uh, things that we did at Atlassian that we just loved about that culture. And, you know, they've got the ship it, ship it weeks over there, ship it days, they call them. Um, and so I think for both of us, it was just sort of ingrained from, from the beginning and just something that we saw as, as we needed to do um, as just a, a part of growing a great culture and a culture of, you know, uh, for lack of a better word, innovation. Um, I think mm -hmm. there is just a, there's a, whether you, whether you want to accept it or not, or you believe it or not, we all get stuck in our day to day just because there's always 50,000 things we got to do. And we just, it, it's, it becomes a what's next on the list and you got to get it done as fast as possible. It's especially true in a startup. And so I think innovation week gives us a chance that we've all agreed upon from the top down to say no to every meeting and just take a big step back for five whole days and say, what is it I'm passionate about? What's something I've thought about, I've wanted to explore, I've wanted to pursue, I've wanted to just kick the tires on that I think could be really cool that might not be, again, on my endless list of stuff that needs to be done that week. And we just love the idea that we give give folks the, the, the chance to, um, the breathing room to take a step back and just dive into something they're passionate about with all the only guardrails being, it needs to be something of value for the customer, of course, um, which is why we're all here. But yeah, yeah. I think Tyler and I both see it as just a, a really important uh, part of the ethos of, of, of the, of the company culture. So you guys, I, I know you both participated in a lot of ship it events over at Atlassian <clears throat> and yeah, great event. They did an awesome job with it. Totally get wanting to bring that sort of ethos and um, culture over here a little bit. But even anytime you do that, there's always a couple things. or there's always that one thing where it's like, I want to do this, but I want, I want this part to be, I want to change this part of it. Or I want to like make this part a little better, or like do this thing a little differently about it. Like having done, I don't know, a decade of ship it's at Atlassian and now getting the chance to like kind of rebuild that in your own vision at this company. What are the things where you were like, we want to improve X, Y, Z to make this like innovation week really pop. Yeah. It's a great question. I would say the biggest one is just uh, is really putting a strong emphasis on delivery at the end of the week, um, which I know is tougher mm, to do as a yeah. bigger company because you know the the release cycle and the deployments and all that is so much more complicated than we have here with a team of twenty. Yeah, um, but we we really I, I would I would encourage folks to think less about you know potentially limit the scope of what you're doing. <laughs> If it means you can actually ship something by the end or get as, as close as possible to the end of to shipping it at, by Friday afternoon as possible. Um, and so mm -hmm. that was something that we, we definitely wanted to change and just mm -hmm. say, we don't, 
we don't care as much about the presentations. You know, you don't have to spend as much time preparing something yeah. long or funny. You know, as, as much as we love that, it's like at this stage yeah. for us, if we're going to spend five days, 20 people are going to spend five days just going deep on something. We'd love for yeah. them to get as close as possible to, to mm-hmm. ready for prime time at the end of it. So I would say that, that that's one, that's one big thing. The other thing is we, we really wanted to, um, which I think, you know, Atlassian did o- over the years, it's gotten much better at as well, but we didn't want it to be something that was just engineering focused, uh, which I think yeah. was evident in this past, this past, uh, innovation we, mm-hmm. we did, you know, the, the marketing team got together and we were, we were trying a new video format that we'd wanted and we wrote the script and got the software and recorded it and beat it up and did it again. And at the end of it, we got, we had some LinkedIn ads out of it. So, um, mm-hmm. We don't want it to be just well, just a product feature. It, it can be anything yeah. that your heart desires to innovate on across the business that you think is going to be valuable. Mm-hmm. Another killer uh, innovation from the last cycle was Jane building out processes yes. for onboarding new employees. So, I mean, that was just, fan- you know, as we take on more employees, which we have been, you know, having a great experience and getting them up and running really fast is dynamite. Yeah, so, That's just another good example of it not having to be product oriented. That's, Although that's killer. We love, we love all the product updates that we're able to get out of innovation. Week. Yeah. 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 Just only that's so many engineers to go around. That's a great point too, around like delivery. Uh, and, and yeah, we do have an emphasis on just like, not just like finish something, but like we are going to make a real effort to implement this and like, in, you know, encode this into the product or the website or wherever it belongs, like we are, there's definitely an emphasis here on like these projects are not just like for fun or like for applause and then back to, you know, back to your regular, regular work. It's like, there's a good emphasis here and culture around like, cool, like there's value here and we're going to like, we're going to implement that. We're going to actually ship that, which I think is really cool. And I would see that, um, yeah, I would see that all the time at Atlassian where you'd have some, it, in a way it could be like heartbreaking. You'd see some team of people that like put together this like scrappy ragtag team of engineers and you could tell there was this one thing they were super passionate about and they got the right gang together and they stayed up late and they banged it out and they figured it out and they took on this like hard thing and then they like presented it to the whole company and they were so excited about it. And the, rep- the, re- the response was like, good work, next presentation. You know, right. and it's just like, right. get that, get it, get it on the roadmap, get it on the product, like freaking go. But yeah, like the, a lot of it would just sort of live in that hackathon, you know, one week vacuum. And I think it's really cool that we're emphasizing just cool. You built something valuable. We're shipping it to customers like next week. Let's go. That's, that's really great. Yeah. We're, we're trying our best. I mean, even. Obviously, Teddy knows this better than anyone, but it's just uh, the, the, the roadmap is, you know, it's always just a matter of prioritization and, and what's the most important thing. There's always more stuff. Um, but, you know, in, in cases like the Mac app, which we think has real potential, and it was amazing to see Brian and Blake take that from sort of zero to zero to one in a week. Um, we're, we're, we've got a call lined up uh, this coming Monday to see if we can't get a, a third party um, agency that sort of specializes in that to, to finish out the build. Um, Cause we know it, it might not be the top priority th- for what's on our roadmap right now and what Teddy and team need to do, but we think there's tremendous value there. And so if we can figure out a way, a way to get it shipped, um, we're going to do, we're going to do it. So yeah, trying to get, 
trying to get as much value as possible to as many people as possible, as fast as possible, I think is the, the name of the game. And um, Innovation Week is just a lot of really great seeds upon which we can then figure out, okay, how do we water these? Yeah, yeah, well said. All right, before we wrap, guys, any, any other topics anyone's chomping at the bit on? All right, we'll get, we'll get back to our Friday here. I, I do want to mention, if you guys are around, I think you're going to be out, Jake. Next week's office hours is going to be super fun. I think we have a surprise guest, or I'll just tell you, I think Dan, uh, our friend Dan from Google is going to jump in. And Steve and I are going to go over, we've got the uh, 2023 product predictions, product team predictions for 2023. So we went back and asked everyone who was on an AMA or a, a podcast in 2022 we sent them all an email, asked what their predictions are for product teams for 2023. We've already got, already got some really good answers here. Um, I even got chat GPT to write a summary of the predictions that we'll include as well, because spoiler alert, AI is a big part of the predictions. So we've even got some, we've got some open AI magic in that blog post. So I'm going to get that, uh, I'm going to get out that on the blog this week and then we'll, we'll go over the answers and, talk with Dan. Dan sent us some awesome predictions too. He's obviously a super thoughtful guy around this kind of stuff. So he's going to talk about his predictions for product teams next year. Um, obviously like a lot of exciting, you know, stuff happening right now. So that'd be a fun event. If you can, uh, if you can do that, we'll do that same time next week. Here's a, here's a question before we, before we depart, uh, Teddy and Adam, I'm curious to get your, um, any guesses on what those, what those top trends are going to, are going to be next. Any predictions, any hot takes for next Friday's conversation? Um, I can totally believe AI is going to be an overwhelming kind of component to the conversation. Um, the, one of the things I've been thinking about is as you've seen so many people, you know, leaving companies, changing companies and, you know, the kind of the tech landscape resetting, there's a lot of people that don't have jobs. And a lot of times when that happens, new companies start. Um, so I think that there's yeah. going to be a lot of new companies that are entering, you know, yeah. across the board, probably every category, but, you know, yeah. technology, uh, will, will definitely benefit from that. And it makes me think, I wonder how the knife fight is going to be between, uh, the Google suite and the Microsoft suite. I think as you see these new companies come online, I think uh, a lot of them are going to be more leaning towards the G suite, the G suite than, than Microsoft. So I, mm. I, I can't wait to see how that pans out. That's a great, that's a great point about like the, the kind of innovation and like the sort of, uh, accidental startup incubator that moments like this can have, like, there's a lot of folks out there with like a three month meta severance, uh, who are maybe getting around to the startup idea that they've had for the last few years. I think yeah, on Teddy, that note, front lines of product, I think we're going to see that really come to a head with the availability of AI through AI, AI as a platform companies. Um, mm. We're going to see also, I think, a significant rise in AI as a platform companies where there's an entire service, sort of, uh, uh, a set of, set of companies that come around just to help other monoliths incorporate uh, AI into their platforms. Mm -hmm. So that way it's a much more out of the box solution. So you can get up and running and um, you don't have to build it yourself. 
it, it could be something similar to what Salesforce did for sales orgs um, uh, when it came to, to, to surface. So, you know, now you can just yeah. get going with a product that's configured the way that will help your team be really effective and be really efficient. Mm -hmm. I think this is going to be a little different of an angle. It's not just about helping your team be more effective and efficient. It's about helping your customers in your product be more uh, uh, efficient and, and accomplish more with it. But there's going to mm -hmm. be layers of AI that we're seeing coming up. And I bet that Adam's exactly right. A ton of startups that are going to be taking advantage of it and packaging it in ways that make it easier for other companies to take advantage of it. A hundred percent. And this might not happen, you know, in the next year necessarily, but big sort of um, big like tech evolutions, like kind of game changing things like this coming online, like um, pretty much without fail, like there are big incumbents disrupted, right? Like you think of like cloud and it's just like, you know, you could not have disrupted or like, oh, imagined a company like overshadowing like SAP for like CRM product um, the way Salesforce did if if cloud hadn't if that timing with cloud hadn't been there so there's definitely going to be like shakeups with incumbents that might be longer view but definitely like and again with cloud it's like there was the technology and the companies that did that and then like all the sort of like it's all the shovels and pickaxes that you know type companies that come up to support new ways of working, new ways of doing stuff. Um, yeah, I think you guys are totally right. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a wild year. Um, but I think it'll be super fun. One thing I, I won't have the, I unfortunately won't be able to join next Friday, which I'm super bummed about, but a space that I'm continually interested in and have been since sort of the beginning of, uh, of the, of the pandemic, but even before, I guess, I think it's even going to, it's going to continue to get more and more um, interesting in terms of solution, potential solutions is just the entire hybrid work, remote work thing. I, I still don't think, I'm still not convinced that companies have figured out how to do it well at scale. I think a lot of like mm -hmm. what we saw in the last year is still kind of riding the sugar high of like, Oh, it's amazing that I can live and work from wherever. But I think a lot of larger companies um, that are trying to do this with thousands of employees are really, really struggling. And so mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm very interested to see what innovation happens next year around that. You know, you've got yeah. all the, 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 the stuff happening with Meta. It's like, is that going to start to kick in? You know, you've had this whole, like, mm -hmm. there have been a whole bunch of companies that have, that have tried. Um, they're now sort of getting, a lot of them are getting snapped up, like, like around that have tried to mimic the, um, the in, the, the in-person feel of an office, but remotely. Um, but I don't know. I, I, I think it's a, it's a larger pain point than most, most people realize or talk about, I think. And I'm interested to see what solutions present themselves in the next, in the next year. Um, and I think you, we've got to start solving it, or at least the larger companies, because a lot of the, a lot of them that are, can't solve it are trying to get everyone back in the office and they're seeing massive pushback against that. So it's like, okay, we've got to figure this out a different way. So yeah, I'd be very interested to see where, where, where all that goes in 2023. 100%. Well, all those questions and more will be answered next week. Tune in for the special holiday edition. 
of Office yeah. Hours Live. We'll, we'll dive into all this and all our product predictions. Wear your favorite Santa hat. Exactly. Yeah. Pour yourself an eggnog. Light your Christmas tree. It's going to be a great time. Thanks for thanks for coming in today, guys. Appreciate it. That's a wrap. Always fun. Thanks. Yeah. See y'all. Hey, Blake here again. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Launch Notes podcast. If you work on a product team, whether you're in product management, product marketing, product ops, or any other supporting function, go check out the Launch Awesome community. Hundreds of the top product minds from companies like Google, Atlassian, Twilio, and more are in the community sharing their expertise every day. This free Slack community is a great place to connect with and learn from real product leaders, actual practitioners who are in the trenches building and launching products at some of the most exciting startups and SaaS companies around. To join, head to the link in the show notes or just do a quick search for Launch Awesome and it'll come right up. Finally, if you're a fan of the show, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be first to know about new episodes. And of course, we'd be thrilled if you left us a review. Reviews not only help other people find the show, but also just lets us know which content you find most valuable so we can create even more of it. Thanks again for being here.